Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. This is episode 168, and I'm your host, Chris Sands. Today we have Zach Price, the Director of Operations, and Tim Mason, the Brewmaster from Reckless Aleworks in the studio. Uh, they'll be celebrating their grand opening on Saturday, February 15th from noon to 10 p.m. Before we talk to them, though, real quick, I just want to talk about what will be happening the day before then in celebration of February, which is Maryland's beer craft beer month. Uh, the Brewers Association of Maryland will be hosting, I think it's the third annual Love Thy Beer event, which uh, in the Silver Spring Civic Center which I highly recommend people go to because it is an awesome event. Um, yes, it is a third because we'll find out if um, Old Mother will take home for the third year in a row the coveted Cupid Trophy for winning the Cupid's Curse competition, which each brewery makes a special beer, uh, and everyone gets to vote on which brewery made the best Cupid's Curse. Um while Old Mother's is really good, I think them using um, secretions from a beaver helps them win every year. Uh, but So I, the tickets are still available. If you go to MarylandBeer.org, you can pick up tickets to that. So gentlemen, thank you uh, for making the trek out to... Uh, to Frederick dodging the tornadoes and it's good, good to be in Frederick. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us. I checked my email all morning. Like, ooh, ooh, is this still gonna happen? I was getting to work like right as it was coming through Columbia. I actually, I, I planned on emailing you when I got in to tell you that everything was fine. Now that the everything had passed through, and then I got sidetracked by a myriad of people coming and wanting things from me. It's all good. It happens. Like I said, I was I got to work at like eight thirty, and like the last twenty minutes of my ride, it was all focused on how bad it was out here. <laughs> and like, if you're east of seventy, it's gonna happen like right now. And I'm like. I am like three minutes from work. Like, it wasn't too bad there. <laughs> yeah, because I think 70 was actually shut down for a little while between. East. Oh, so okay. So you would have been it fine. There was a tree across the yeah. east, and I'm like, that's it's going to rubberneck. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> I kept was, checking ways to see how long it was going to take me to get out of here. Was it cleared up by the time? Yeah, it was fine. Cool. Um, so exciting news yeah I'm not breaking news you've guys announced it a while ago yeah. but um still exciting news you're opening you've guys have been around for a little while though right as a brand yeah reckless. i mean we pre-reckless we had a different name for eight years and rebranded uh, about two ago wow i didn't really i guess it has been yeah that. and you're referring to push right yeah, yeah. so when frisco all this stems from Frisco yeah. Tap House, but when Frisco moved from our old location to our current location in Columbia, uh, it was like a year later they put in the brewery and started brewing push beer. But the push beer only went to some beer fest and our two stores. We never distroyed any of that. Okay. It was good. I remember yeah. really liking it, and then it disappeared for what, like one to two years maybe? Uh, I don't, or or did, it never did disappeared. Not, okay. But it was just at the tap, yeah. at the tap house. Um, Rebranded to Reckless. Yeah, as we started to get moved towards the distribution game. Okay. Um, we run a seven-barrel system in the in the restaurant still. It's a little bit big for what we use it for, but 
just test batches. I mean, we're going to drink two beers off of that today. Um, and then built the production brewery. From so um, was the distribution beer then contract brewed? Or no. So we are still. We had put in the production brewery before we put in the canner. It was draft only in the beginning. Okay. But all of all of our distribution beers all come out of the big brewery. Okay. Um, so is the when did the when was the production brewery built? We'll call it th- just over three years ago. We've okay. been operational for just over two two and a half. Okay. Cool. That's I I don't know for some reason that reckless sale works has always kind of confused me for some completely me I don't think it's anything on you it's me being not the brightest person in the world maybe um but now uh you're gonna have a tap room at the production facility yeah so I mean the last two years we've focused on people coming in and trying those beers at our restaurants you know like we didn't have a tap room open um. And I mean, like, so like when we opened, when we started brewing in the production brewery with our manufacturing license, all we could do is some taste with a tour, but I couldn't sell you a beer. Um, so moving past that and actually opening yeah. a legitimate tap room, which would be good. Yeah, I think it's a pretty big deal for now nowadays with all the breweries in the country or even in the area to be successful uh, brand. You need a good tap room where people from the bottom work the bottom up, where people can come enjoy your uh products and your beers and build it from there n- now without tap room people are going to go to the beer store see reckless beer why should i give them my money i never had and i've never heard of them you know so we dig things kind of backwards but uh <laughs> it's finally happening which is exciting well but i mean it 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 should help um the tap room go to instant success though i would think cuz it's help. a recognized name you're you're on shelves everywhere i, I mean, see we're you're currently see distributed you're, almost statewide so yeah so people hopefully it'll help <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think one of the biggest things that i think one of the reasons it's so important for us obviously having the the brewery having a tap room is important but i mean our sister company frisco was at the forefront of bringing craft beer to Howard county when you go back you know, 15 years ago. Um, and for us to come full circle and be, you know, still relevant and still doing that. I mean, the we walk back and forth between Frisco and the big brewery all the time. It's right next door. Okay. So I think it's super exciting to have that all come Is together. it in that same little section or like by next door? Is it like in another uh, group of Where you would turn into Frisco, the next building up Dobbin Road's industrial, where we have 16,000 square foot in the oh, back of that. So it's a ni- nice size brewery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for us, like, when we first got there and when I first came on with the company, just the brew pad was built pretty much. Uh, all the tanks were there. And we look in this huge warehouse, and I'm like, there's not, like, we have space coming out of our ears. I mean, our owner's a, a kind of an adrenaline junkie, so they used to race pit motorcycles in the brewery mm-hmm. before we were using it. Nice. Um, and now, now that we've put everything in it, I'm like, I don't know how Union did it on like six thousand square feet forever, you know, like. But they were just. They, I think they just walked around on each other's shoulders they did. and they did hung stuff from the ceiling. They've grown up a little bit yeah. since then. <laughs> um, and, and that's where the name, the the names have come from, right? Like beer the, names or, 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 or the all of it like the because push was motorcycle themed yeah right? and then um because it, it's still hanging in the in, in the frisco, frisco club right? yeah there's a the motorcycle hanging from the there's still a motorcycle hanging from the ceiling in the in our dining room there's still i mean a massive push logo 
uh, which was the demon on a on a sport bike. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's that's what our owner does. Like, so we took you, it to reckless. A lot of the beer names come from that kind of stuff too. Okay, so he just he likes being reckless with his body. I, I guess, love or? making that joke. I mean, he's <laughs> been life flighted from motorcycle oh crashes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, uh, anytime I give him a hard time, he's like, actually, I'm pretty calculated. I'm like, no. He, I've he, known you for three years and you're always just, broken. He just wanted a free helicopter yeah, flight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one free, I assure you. <laughs> My God. So it was it a like a race? Just a He was racing a sport bike in in Florida. Oh gee. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe like, in Florida would over the free. handlebars on a track. You should have done it in Maryland. Then it would have yeah. been free. Yeah, what you could have thinking. You could have ambulance. It definitely either. wasn't calculated. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he take a train and, and traction all the yeah, way Yeah, like the story Florida. I've always heard. <laughs> so he got life flighted and then, I mean, all banged up. And then they needed to bring him back. And they put him on a medical train, like Jeez. in traction to come home. I'm sure that was nice and cheap, like the life flight yeah. was. <laughs> I, I want to meet him. <laughs> yeah, he'll, be there, he'll be there Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be the maniac running around on Saturday. I'm sure. Um. So he oh, is it the exact same ownership of Frisco's Tap House and Reckless? Yeah, or is I mean, it for the most part. Yeah, I mean he's got a partner, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean Adam founded Frisco. I mean we've been doing that for like I said in this Frisco with beer for 15 years. Is there um, um, anything else? No. That okay. Just the two Frisco's and then Reckles. Why is the name Frisco's? Do you know that? I'm pretty sure it was his dog. Okay. I should know that. We came into a podcast today, but I'm pretty sure it was his dog. Because we we have an AKA Frisco's uh, and Frederick. It's that's awesome. an amazing sandwiches. Obviously I don't like <laughs> any store with our store's name, but their sandwiches are awesome. <laughs> it's kind of a di- very different but yeah. i don't know they're very heavy on beer too now yeah you should hate them yeah <laughs> i mean the sandwiches are awesome <laughs> um we're gonna take a real quick sponsor break um and then we'll come back let's talk a little bit about the amenities that your tap room is gonna have because from what i understand it's going to be quite a long list of things you can do there yeah Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday? So I'm, I'm hoping I'm rem- remembering this correctly, uh, but no one in this room can tell me I'm wrong, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> it's accurate. Um, last week, I was hosting, I was the MC for an event at Monoxy Brewing, and the guys from Poor Baltimore were there, and they were talking about how, because have you had like sneak peeks? Of the tap room, yeah, we've had uh, we've been we've done some private functions. Okay, good. So I th- I think I am right then that because they listed reckless is what's going to be one of the best tap rooms because of all the cool things that you guys have going on. So can you share like yeah what, what kind of awesome uh, most likely reckless things? <laughs> yeah, I mean some of are... it's not too a little bit of it is, but I mean honestly, like you know when we look at. Obviously, we all love beer, right? That's why we're here. And then you go into your average tap room, 
and you go in and you drink some beer, right? That's awesome. The beer's great. What do you do? I mean, if you're lucky, there might be a dartboard or like some board games. But me and the me and my buddies don't want to go out and play Monopoly. Like, it's just not you know, it's not what, what we. What about Giant for. Connect Four? I can get behind that, right? <laughs> I can get behind that. maybe some drunken Jenga. I can get behind those things. Um, and we honestly, I think in the big picture, we just kind of flipped the script on the whole image together. Um, as soon as we started the build out, uh, our founder was adamant that we were putting in axe throwing. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I mean, I don't know him, but from the last 10 minutes of talking about him, that seems Absolutely. on brand. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like this idea will pass. <laughs> and then like the next day there were a bunch of axes. He's <laughs> backing in a truck full of lumber. And I'm like, Ugh. um, yeah. So five lanes worth of axe throwing that we'll do, um, that'll kind of be its own separate thing. Right, so you'll come in and you'll pay a fee to throw axes. Yeah. And is, is that being operated by Reckless or is yeah, it yeah it's of, all us. So that's something I wonder because so many places are adding that into their own business. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, is that just something easy to do yourself, or is there some company that I think after like, you get past the legality of yeah. you know, like <laughs> the lawyers had to write up, you know, like to come into the tap room, you have to sign a waiver because people are throwing axes. Everybody has this image of like... Wait, to even just enter the tap room? Yeah. That seems like a friction point, though. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, they're adamant that everybody signs it. But, I mean, we've been playing around with it for six months at this point. Like, it seems inherently dangerous. Uh-huh. It's not. Like, you're not, like, chopping your hand off. Like, um, But even outside of that, like, that was, you know, when we were putting in axe throwing, and like I said, axe throwing would be... Like, we'd be booking a group of us into axe throwing for, you know, a time slot. Um, I'm like, well, what else are we going to do? Like, then I'm just going to sit here and watch people throw axes. Yeah. Um, and that's when, when our owner really started to go nuts. I mean, there's two pool tables and foosball and air hockey and a basketball hoop, four dartboards, some video games. Yeah, foosball. Foosball. Cornhole. Video games on the on the on a bar, one of those old uh, oh, like the little tabletop uh, yeah, Atari, yeah, yeah Atari. You, you know Frogger. I got the high score in Frogger. You know, if, <laughs> if anyone can beat me, I'll buy my beer. What's your Burger game? Burger Time. It's got burger all the time. classics. <laughs> I remember Burger Time. <laughs> it's a great game. I got the high score there too. I don't have much competition right now though. We'll see when the place opens. Oh, yeah. Grand opening <laughs> party. Somebody's gonna shred your high scores. <laughs> And maybe not. It's a kids that are super good at games probably haven't played any of those exactly, games yeah, to exactly, take you yeah. out. Oh, and, they'd and be then like, anyone who was good <laughs> has is out of practice. So exactly. give it a, a like a few weeks, then you'll go down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, Mike, when you see the old guy in there, then you're toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike Cermatori, He's been. He's the general manager of the tap room, and uh, it's been. He's been my only competition so far. So. We'll see. He, he, he's got the high score in 1943. I'll give him a shout out for that. <laughs> so it, um, is there food also, or will you have food trucks, or can you order out the Frisco's for that, delivery? That's going to be the goal. Or, okay. Yeah, we're working out the logistics and kinks on that, but that'll be the goal moving forward. You have someone like on a Segway just going back and yeah, forth in yeah. between. The Somebody's going to be in really good shape this <laughs> Yeah. That'll be the goal. We'll be to just to cater it for out of the restaurant. That'll be cool. Uh, yeah, nice get a burrito and or a pizza and hang out and drink some beers. 
Yeah, just give it like a golf cart. You have a yeah, they're, they're talking about it. Be quiet. You, know, like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't give Adam any more ideas. They're talking about paving them. Yeah. Getting a pave loader and building a huge trail through. But we'll see what Or happens. you have those things like a Banks, the tubes that just Ooh. suck the and things up. Yeah. Zap a burrito yeah. from the burrito <laughs> to the restaurant. <laughs> That'd, be even, so, That'd be really funny. So it's like a burrito can and you have to catch it <laughs> when it's fired at you. Oh, please don't give me ideas. <laughs> And be like, Adam, it never aired. Don't. You can't listen to it. Yeah. yeah I mean, have dodge axes, dodge burritos. <laughs> so uh, how hard, I, in my mind, throwing an axe accurately is very difficult. Is it hard? Or if I, because like, I want to go to one of the, I, yeah. like, I want to go do axe throwing, but I feel like I'd be awful at it and it would be no fun. Surprisingly easy. I was gonna say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, I uh, first time I did, I, I can't do this. Yeah, nailing, nailing right away. It's, Is it just because the way they're balanced that they? Yeah, it's that. And uh, you know, everyone's different. You know, it's different. There's different methods. And um, I mentioned Mike. Like he's our original coach now. That that's the big, biggest expense when you have an axe throwing facility. Is you, you need you have to have a coach. Uh-huh. Which ultimately is gives you make sure you're safe. One and then two makes teaches you the pointers on how to do it. And everyone's body size, everyone's a little different. You overhand, side hand, you know, different, inch farther away, closer. But, but uh, once you, you know, give it 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes, get your feel down, you got it. Like, what, what the really wild thing when we first started playing around on it is like, you throw it, right? It'd just be bouncing off, and you're going to be really pissed, and everything sucks, right? And then, like, literally, because Mike's been doing it long enough, be like, oh. You're over rotating because you only want one rotation. Okay. Like take a half a step back and then they'll just sink every time, yeah. or half a step forward. I don't remember which way is which. So are you allowed to drink and then throw axes, or do you have to? One hundred percent. Oh, the lawyers aren't listening. I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We recommend it. Everything's more fun with a yeah. couple beers in you. We've been waiting two years to sell you a beer, so it'd be cool if we sold you a beer first. <laughs> Because that was something I've always wondered too. Because like here in Frederick, the one of the distilleries has awesome has axe throwing have, at it. You have and, broad axe out here, right? Isn't that in Frederick? Uh, there's a Stumpy's. Yeah. Um, is there a broad axe ground? I don't know. Maybe that's what's at the distillery. Maybe I made that up. I, don't I think mean, maybe yeah, it's we'll in Hagerstown. Man, yeah, we'll just say it exists and it's somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. close enough. You're welcome but. for the shout out, broad axe. <laughs> Um, let's take a, another real quick uh, sponsor break, and then we can talk about one of your like what type of equipment the brewery has yeah, and all good. that type of stuff. The Uncap Podcast is brought to you by District East. A lot of Friday and Saturday afternoons, you'll find me at District East for their weekly beer tastings. District East is part of the local beer community, and they get limited releases and exclusive beers that are hard to find anyplace else. This is why I chose District East for the release of my collaboration beers. One of my favorite things to do at District East is building a custom six-pack. With over 900 beers on their shelves and new beers every week, District East is a great place to find beers I love and to discover new and hard-to-find ones. They also have eight beers on tap for Crowler and Growler fills, and they have kegs to go. District East is located on Northeast Street in Frederick, in the same shopping center as Family Mill and Rockwell Brewery. 
You can find today's beer lists on the District East Facebook page or at www.districteast.beer. So actually, real quick first, though, let's just talk about the couple of beers that we've drank so far. So we had, um, I don't think, Redneck's not the full name of it, though. It's, it's a, aspiring, aspiring that, Redneck. I knew there was another word in there. The can is cool looking because it has a Redneck on it. Um so that's your log. Is it your, yeah, your it's, it's a, it's our light lager? If we have, if we have a flagship. This is probably the flagship of, of the brewery. Um, Spine Rednecks five percent lager, easy drinking. Uh, it's a beer built for everyone. You know, we got everyone. You know, the new people at the craft beer that come in. Oh, what do you have this light? What do you have to drink? That's, it's the key. It's the, it's, it's been it's been a probably a bestseller. It was a, definitely that's a that's a lawnmower beer. Yeah, it's a good, good way to say summertime. It. I need actually a refreshment instead of. <laughs> yeah, and you'll see that in a lot of our beers. Like I'm not saying we don't make anything higher ABV, but I mean especially our core beers, like they're meant to be sessionable for a reason. And then the second one we had, uh, Graham has both the cans, so I can't. Endless Parade. Yeah. And that was a that was a was that a pale ale or an IPA? That's a session IPA okay. built to drink. That's just about five exact same alcohol level. You know that comes down to as, as the brewer. You know what do you want to drink? Well, I want to drink a good full flavor beer, but I, I want to be able to drink four of them, five of them. So that's the kind of beer I made for myself, and, and um, it's been going over well. So, and now we are drinking. This is uh, action, fi- action, action figures. figures. This is uh, this is slowly becoming one of our best sellers. Uh, this is uh, our take on an American pale ale, another low ABV one, five and a half percent. Um, pretty close to uh, the mosaic, mosaic hops brings out makes it pop a little bit. But another again, easy drinking. Yeah, this is this is another like nice, crisp, refreshing. Um, a little on the dank side, yeah. which I like. That was a compliment. Um, this has slowly there, become my favorite. What? Um, so you guys seem to stick to more like traditional styles and traditional beer making. Is that accurate? Yeah, I'd say. Um, you know, people always say, "Tim, what, what do you want to brew? Brew what you want, you know." thinking I'm going to come up with some crazy brand new beer no one's ever heard of when it comes down to it. You know, I'm a, you know, I like a traditionalist, you know, when it comes to the old styles, but I'll put the new American twist on them with all the hot flavors. And, um, but yeah, ultimately, you know, trying to put our, put the reckless flavor on, you know, everyday drinking beers. What's your background? Um, background has been, I've been brewing for a while. Uh, you know, woke up with the same kind of story you probably heard a million times from brewers. You know, I used to do the home brew thing. And got opportunity to do it uh, professionally and ran with it. Um, what was your first home brew batch like? Oh, was it good or was I, it I, awful? I think it was the greatest beer ever. It, it, <laughs> it, it, looked, like, uh, it looked like Quaker State motor oil. Uh, it was a porter or a brown. I can't remember. Um, but it, it was good. And, and um, I was able to travel around the you know world and even the country I brewed for some really good breweries and learned as i went where where was your first professional um can pay a cricket hill in new northern new jersey um now i grew that in a hurry and i was spent some time with magic hat lagunitas 
I was just a little little no name place. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just he always <laughs> casually named yeah, it. Like, like you've never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, Revolution, uh, Chicago. Um, <laughs> Every time <laughs> you may not have heard of them. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like I'm ready to make you a shirt. <laughs> no, but uh, so so I, I got been able to brew and learn from some of the greatest breweries brewers in the country. So it's been a fun. I mean, and I've, I've been uh, was that Lagunitas out in? Pal- um, um, I spent time in Petaluma. But I was basically helped out start up the chicago brewery okay so that was neat um, were you there when they got shut down for no uh, i was there after that i helped <laughs> celebrate the, i helped celebrate the the beer the, the couple years after um when because now every year it's a party we celebrate were you there post heineken no oh, damn it so something I, I i've completely wondered about them it's because Lagunitas has the the complete like the company culture is pretty much being stoned. Yeah, right. and now they're owned by humongous intercontinental yeah. <laughs> world conglomerate. Right. Like, has it killed that culture? Like, I I wonder. I've never heard that it has, but it has to. Yeah, because it, 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 it mean, can't no, run that. Way. Yeah, there's no way that a large billion dollar company is going to cool, allow man, like, yeah like, no. <laughs> yeah but you know even when i was there that's kind of was kind of you know you couldn't just walk in and smoke weed in the brewery well, yeah i didn't I mean, really had that kind of vibe but you couldn't you know yeah. <laughs> if you got caught not anymore no <laughs> you know but so uh you know i don't know it, it can't help it i can't help the heineken thing couldn't help that but i don't know if it hurt it much either is the is the founder still involved with Lagunitas? Yeah, I believe so. Some, is he still some there? State, Tony McGee, I believe. So. Yeah, I could. Thank that's, you. I couldn't that's, think of yeah, his Tony name. McGee. Um, that's what usually you see a lot of the time. Like everybody's like, "Oh, they got bought out, but they still sit on the board." Like, yeah. But I mean, not that it doesn't change things. But yeah. Oh, I don't know. I was. You're involved a little bit. Well, I was. I was sitting at a thing that uh, there was a Skype call with. Um, can't remember his name now either but the founder of goose island and where he he was talking about how uh nothing's changed all it does is give them access to better ingredients more ingredients and i think it was like two months later it came out he's being replaced by an executive at budweiser (laughs) i mean that's something too like it doesn't make a difference what big company it is like i think part of the like the misconception of all that is that like up until not crazy long ago, Goose Island was still doing their... I mean, AB yeah. brewed a couple beers for them, but like, they couldn't keep up with the demand for Goose IPA yeah. that Budweiser put on it. Like, So that's cool. Get it out of the brewery and play around. Like, I still think a lot of those brands that have even seen partial buyouts, like you look at you sold out to the man, but you almost get far more creative freedom, creative freedom when you're not brewing your core beers and somebody else's. Yeah. I am, I don't I don't fault anyone for selling their brewery. It's the American dream, really. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what I say. Take that big check. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm also a beer director for both Frisco's, so, like, we see it all the time. And, like, the, I think the worst one we've seen was Wicked Weed and, like, this huge outlash at Wicked Weed. Yeah. And, like, well, I you mean, started a brewery as a business. Take the check. Like, Oh, wait, though, was, is Wicked Weed the one that, People always talked about how they were pretty much just made to eventually be sold. Uh, I would assume that's Devil's Backbone. They followed, like, Steve Crandall's an awesome guy, the founder of Devil's, but they followed an AB 
like track the whole okay the i thought it was wicked weed too though i mean they like were they well funded their money comes from proactive skincare like <laughs> so it's like one of the founders grandparents already, like yeah so they already i there were there was something like i had read after that where it was like well it's no surprise they were it's kind of like you know companies that in the tech world do start mm-hmm. up where their their whole business plan is build 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 be acquired by google facebook or oh yeah i mean so i feel on. like in our industry you see it like a brewery that you don't think is ready to put on a huge expansion and then they do and then oh that's weird they sold out yeah. they did. like or you can have a two billion dollar company be purchased by <laughs> a 700 barrel a year brewery man we missed out on that we should all put our money together on that deal yeah. <laughs> we'd have made out um yeah i'd i'd love to interview tommy mcgee sometime there just seems to be so many crazy st- interesting stories that oh, revolve yeah. around lagunitas yeah. i agree and the number one was i like i, I really want to know what did that heineken coming in do for the culture there has it completely changed yeah and i think that one was weird like when they when they initially sold you saw like i watched a, a, a interview with him where he's like the the type of buyout was the first of its kind 49 percent uh, shareholders couldn't sell their shares uh-huh. so that they Heineken couldn't take 51%. Okay. And then it was like a year later, he just let it roll. Yeah, like, here, like, take the rest of it. <laughs> I got vacation to go on. Yeah. <laughs> I want a yacht. <laughs> I agree. Like I, like Tim said, man, it's the American dream. Like, you start a business to make money. Yeah. Right? I'm, that's a, the, in, when, it, when it comes down to the whole debate on um, big breweries buying out little ones, the only... The only aspect of the whole thing I have a problem with is the anti-competitive things that AB and Bev does right. once they like if they weren't doing that I wouldn't care at all about loved, yeah. someone selling out to them but the buying taps and yeah. giving free beer and the skirting laws basically yeah. I love to see like artisanal brewing ventures those guys like yeah or the uh, canarchy mm-hmm. like they like the those we'll ones band together. You, you know, the, um, there's one other one too, right? Um, it doesn't matter, but like those ones, they've never been accused of anti-competitive behavior or not anti. I don't, that's not the right term, but they they play nice. Yeah, they they're not out to just destroy everyone in their path. Now we say that both of those are yeah, no, sell no, out like someone, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> what did we do to the industry? <laughs> Um, all right, we're going to take one last uh, sponsor break, and then when we come back this time, we'll actually talk about what I wanted to talk about after the last sponsor break. Cool. Although I don't think we made it through your um, – Oh, good. Because it seems like you might <laughs> – Do you have any more humble brags? Or no, like no, just no. It's been, it's been a fun n- ride. Names to casually drop. It's been fun. Did you, were, did you brew for Stone? No, uh, Dogfish never, Head? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, this is my first time out east in a while. Where are you originally from? Uh, out east, so it's okay. been fun. I'm back with spending time with family again. I'm, after a decade and a half or so out west, made it back. All right. Um, now we'll take a real quick sponsor break. You can now find the latest Vanished Beers and Ciders at Tinsel, a Valentine's pop-up bar located at 3619 Buckystown Pike. Because why celebrate love on just one day when you can celebrate all month? Tinsel is open Thursday through Sunday until February 29th. For more information, go to their Facebook page at Tinsel at Bucky's Town MD. So what, what are we drinking now? I didn't look at the label. 
This is called um, the People's Elbow. People's Elbow. This is just a juicy IPA, about seven percent. Uh, basically, you know, one thing I'm proud of at the brewery, we get our malt from proximity out of Delaware, and it's grown in Maryland and Delaware. Oh, I like this. So that's the best part, and uh, showcases that malt with um, it's a classic citra mosaic hops, a lot of oats, <laughs> touch. Just, Very soft. Yeah. Build the body a up. Really soft mouthfeel. Yeah, I like that. Lower pH. Just be able to drink about it. Um, who is that? The Rock. Mm? Okay. Couldn't remember. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't know that. I'm not a wrestling guy. I didn't know that. But now everyone's emailing and calling us with the new wrestling names for our next beers. <laughs> like thinking, <laughs> thinking you're huge WWE fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> oh, I can't. Never seen the Rock wrestle, but we, we named a beer after him. So. <laughs> Um, so what kind of brew house does the production brewery have? Yeah, so we have a 20 barrel premier, uh, two vessel classic brewery. We, with seven 20 barrel fermenters, and then we have two 40 barrel fermenters, two 20 barrel brights and a 40 barrel bright. We use that we use the forties, uh, mostly for our spine redneck. Okay. I put that beer to sleep, lager it for a. You know, minimum of five, six weeks, so we're able to do that. And then we do the seven bales just for quick turns with our IPAs and pails. But, um, yeah, we, it gives us a lot of options. It's it's actually the same brand as the brewery that's next door at Frisco's, which is a seven-barrel premier, two-vessel premier. So a lot of the parts are interchangeable, and if um, good customer service, we need help with them, it's, you know, it's I'm not gonna say American parts, but, but it's put together in America. Premier's an American company, okay. which is which is important for us. And you said is the the one at Frisco's is still used? Is that for pilot batching or yeah, or is it just... seven barrel pilot batching? <laughs> uh, yeah, so like we had Endless Parade, the session IPA earlier, People's Elbow. Uh, those beers came off of that. That's why okay. they came in crawlers. Um, and those will go super limited distro. Okay, we'll sell. Two thirds of it, and then Frisco will keep a tiny bit. Is that always going to stay at Frisco's, or is there any thought to move that out of there so there's more space at the um, tap house? We've gone both ways. Like, I mean, to be blunt, it sucks to brew down there. Like, oh, everything has to get yeah. milled on the big brew house and, and taken down. Over and Pump's got to go down. The brewery's tiny; it's a shoebox. Like, yeah. Uh, but that's Tim's problem. So we will continue to brew that. <laughs> no shit. Um, it's Tim's uh, problem, so I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to keep it there. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I mean, it kind of adds to the allure a little bit of... I'm afraid it if we took there. it out, we'd lose that connection. Yeah. Because we're not... like It's like the top room's attached to Frisco. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, from a production standpoint, it'd be far cooler to have it in the brewery. Um but we put too many activities, so there's no room for it. Um, <laughs> so I think it'll stay there. Too many axe throw. How yeah. many axe throwing lanes are there? Five ten. bays, so ten okay. lanes. Ten targets. That my, my wife sent me a, a video recently of a woman. That, Terrifying. That threw. Have you seen yeah. that one where it like she back hit low and yeah. bounced straight uh, back? Our owner doesn't really Facebook, and all of his buddies were nonstop blowing him up <laughs> when that video first came out. Hence the waiver. You send yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I feel like that would happen to me. 
100% would happen to my wife. And that's what <laughs> she said, that that's what would happen if she did it. And 100% that is what would happen, which is why I will not take her to an axe place. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I've never seen it happen other than that video. Yeah. What, it looked yeah. like there was like a rubber thing. Do you have rubber at your on yours? We'd, ours is wood to the floor, but some places do. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a... It's a bouncy, design flaw. It's bouncy by nature. Like <laughs> some of them have rubber mats on the floor, uh-huh. and we played around with that, but the hatchets bounce on it, so we put down plywood, and bolts of plywood to the floor. Like, okay, where like I agree, rubber's and, inherently wrong. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it bouncy. looked like in, from the a video is pretty poor quality, so you couldn't completely see, but it looked like it was like Target, and then like some sort of rubber that went up from the floor, kind yeah. of like they had vertical some bouncy yep. area uh, which i feel like you're just asking for a problem if you do that <laughs> hope they have a better waiver than we do yeah. <laughs> yeah. so the and you said you're tim's the only brewer there yeah, yeah that's, that's a, why he looks tired <laughs> uh, there's a there's a bike shop one thing we didn't mention connected to our brewery is actually a bike shop tapsco bicycles um and you can come get your bike serviced while you have a beer or buy a bike or something like that. But anyway, one of the bike mechanics will he help he helps me out for a few hours a week. Okay, so I'm washing some kegs and um, doing some other other things. So uh, I got that. Um, he's good help. But yeah, other than that, um, so you brew on both systems. I do, man. So that is why you look tired. Yeah, it keeps me young. Man. <laughs> um, you know, it's fun. It's a challenge. I just like to keep brewing. You know. We're a brewery that's growing, you know, trying to build their brand up. We just got to tap them. You know, how, how many, we brew our staple beers we're introducing to the world, and we're always, you know, when we have our sales guy goes out and you talk to the beer distributors, they always say, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? That's, See, I, that's I, I, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I've tried so hard to not say this since it was pointed out to me how often I do, but see how much better you sound when you're close talking into the mic. <laughs> so just listen for that. You got it. You have the beautiful voice of a, of a brewer. Yeah. Tim yeah. Mason has the voice of angels. I've never heard that one before. Um, so let's do, uh, give us a rundown of the grand opening again. Yeah. Open at noon. Um, so for that, because we've never opened before. It'll be our first can drop. Um, so we're dropping a beer called Jack Axe. So hazy double IPA featuring uh, African Queen, which are South African ops, uh, which we've never played with. So it's super exciting. Um, so the purchase of a six pack or higher of that will enter you into an axe throwing tournament. So we'll run, um, you know, you'll get a ticket when you purchase your six pack. And then that'll put you in. We'll do some clinic one-on-one on how to throw axes. Um, and then uh, we have some regulars at Frisco who run like a print company. So we're going to give away a set of really awesome cornhole boards to whoever wins the axe tournament. And they, they look awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're printed directly on the wood itself, oh, cool. which is rad. Um, yeah, and then all the rest of the shenanigans will be open for you to play on. Like, So hopefully you come in and drink a couple pints. and yeah, check, yeah. check out the brewery. Should name a beer shenanigans. See these, <laughs> see these lovely faces there. There has to be a beer named. Yeah, there's got to be. But I just make one that you can have little like clip art mm-hmm. of all the things you can do at the brewery. 
I'm going to put right. that in my phone. She gets ski ball. You know what's funny is I hounded our founder for ski ball, like barcade style kind of thing, like uh-huh. old arcade games. And he was like, it was super late one night. And he texted me. He's like, found some ski ball on eBay. It's only like 600 bucks. Should I buy it? And I'm like, I'm never going to get work done. But absolutely. <laughs> and then he like reads the details and it's like, like doesn't include electronics. Uh-huh. Don't know if it works. So maybe. Because that's why it was that much. Absolutely. But I love ski ball. I agree. Like, I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> I love the idea of even like leave the stupid ticket thing in it. Like, cool. Oh, I spent yeah. 150 bucks, but I got a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, you'd redeem tickets for beer. There's I probably like laws against that, but we have a waiver for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, this beer was fifty-eight dollars. Hope you don't have a good attorney. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you been at Frisco's? Three years. Okay. Were, were you? Was, did Ty have your job before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I came Ty. directly after Ty. We love Ty. Yeah, I was we actually just that. on the phone with him yesterday. Such an adorable guy. He's uh, if, if, he's li- <laughs> if, if he's listening to this, he owes me World Flock. I lent it to his brewery last week. That's why I was on the phone <laughs> with him had, yesterday. I haven't gotten it back yet. <laughs> he's dropping it off on Monday morning. <laughs> Way to put him on blast. I love it. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, hysteria. You owe us World Flock now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like. It's been you know, 10 days. I laugh. <laughs> I was so I wanted to come out to Frisco's last week so bad, or was it last uh, week or the week before for the lazy, the lazy Panda thing? Yeah, it and was off who, the chains in both stores. Whoever works at Frisco's that made that graphic. Oh, so of, of we'll give her a shout out. That's who I was texting over the details. So, okay, uh, Olivia is our marketing director, and Olivia it started is amazing. It started <laughs> a couple weeks prior. Uh, our stone rep used to work for Frisco Crofton, so. She's like, man, I need to put together a post for Stone. So somehow we start rolling through Sean's pictures. And there's like this really cheesy pose picture of him against the wall somewhere drinking a beer. So she's like clicking through him. And I was like, you should take all that, whatever's on the wall off and put the Pint Night info on it. So immediately he chimes in and he's like, you're dead to me. <laughs> and Ty and John, our monument rep, immediately start commenting. Um, so Ryan Duggan, who's like our director of ops for the company, for the restaurants, chimes in and was like, be careful, you two have pint nights coming up. So she makes a cheesy one of John, and then we're going through Ty's pictures and find a very, very nice professionally shot picture of him holding his infant son. (laughs) And then she photoshopped out his infant son to Photoshop in Josh from Molly's. It's hilarious. And we were, we were, I was kind of eggshelly about it. Like, are, is he going to think this is funny? Like, uh, his wife's like, I can't unpicture it. Thanks. Yeah. Like, well, I was, so the, the, you guys posted it the morning that I went out and um, brewed a beer with hysteria. Cause we, had, oh, we really? had, yeah, we have, um, actually I can talk about it a little bit more to promo it. Cause I actually know when this episode will come out and it'll be coming out later today. And so, Mid March or this maybe the second week in March, um, we there will be a collaboration from Uncapped and Hysteria coming out. It's a double West Coast IPA, super dank, really bitter. Um, How long ago have you brewed it yet? Yeah, we brewed yeah. it 
last week. Oh, you're welcome for, for the World Flock tablets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you needed them for. Yes, yeah, yeah, because we definitely. <laughs> well, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and um, it, it's named after a phrase that has been used multiple times in uh, social media posts of videos of Ty yelling. Oh, um, oh, so awesome. I'll save that for once we looking forward to trying that. post the labels and stuff. <laughs> But I, so I was out there and I brought it up to him and he told me that how like you guys were worried that he was going was to be so offended funny. by it. But they loved it. Although loved in 100% in true Thai fashion, he sends me a text message on Tuesday that just says, where the hell are you? And my thought is I'm at my desk at work. Cause that's where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> and he had always been telling me Wednesday was when we were going to brew, but he put on their calendar Tuesday. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> and classic. my my first thought was like I screwed up and put it on the wrong day. Like so I hurried up and I just sent him a screenshot of the text message chain of like and I even clarified it with, okay, cool. So Wednesday the, the date and the time. And it's like, yeah, that's perfect. And but no, it was Tuesday. He uh, <laughs> So thanks, Ty. We'll see if it comes into fruition. Uh, Josh from Mully's, they want to put it on shirts. I, that would be amazing. It's I will buy one. It's hysterical. So make some for fat people so I can get one. Olivia, and that's it's... on you. <laughs> You'll find out about that later <laughs> yeah. today. I, w- I would definitely buy one because that picture is hilarious. Actually, it's just posters too. I'd hang a poster of that in yeah. the studio. It's that, I mean, then immediately she's like, "What? I need, like, I need to block my Facebook." Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, our Protect. thing was like, "Who's next?" Like, yeah. so like every every rep we did it with came from Frisco, which was cool. You were um, don't do one if you put on our beer on tap. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You have to come down and brew a beer with me down in Reckless <laughs> next. It'll only be positive photoshops if we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's art, if it's art, yeah. beer. <laughs> right, well, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for coming out. Um, I actually, I, I as I was thinking through things, my wife's going to be out of town. I'm pretty sure I can come to the grand opening. Oh, yeah, come yeah, down. So, and hopefully not break hurt your, myself uh, on yeah, axes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, she's not going to hurt you with an axe. Yeah, she won't be there to. Get to kill me <laughs> it'll be fun it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time there's rumors I've, I've heard that kyle ripkin might be there signing autographs i heard that i don't know i can't can't can't, <laughs> can't confirm it can't confirm it but i heard that for some reason i feel like that that you may have had that conversation with yourself <laughs> can't can't call it can't call it so <laughs> let's let's get it all right one real quick rundown um Date, time, and location. February 15th. It's a Saturday. Noon to 10. Grand opening of Reckless. Jack Axe can release. 6655 Dobbin Road. Around the back of the building. In Columbia, Maryland. Columbia, Maryland. And feel free to stop by before that to Frisco Tap House next door and have some lunch. Um, go ahead and keep talking about stuff to stall while I pour you guys shots. <laughs> There's so many activities to do. Yeah. Run down again. Yeah. Cornhole, yeah. Uh, ping pong. I don't know if I got ping pong. You know, you time. could go from my high score and Frogger. It'd be tough. Pool what, tables. And you've already promised a beer to anyone to beat you. Yeah, I did. True. Thank you for reminding me. 
Oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be like, <laughs> can I get an advance on my next check? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we like to end most episodes awesome. by making you do a shot of this whiskey. I like it that I made it's with McClintock style. Distilling in uh, Frederick, Maryland. It's a hop infused single malt whiskey. Um, awesome. Cheers. Thank you two for coming out. Cheers. Thanks for Thank having us. Thank everyone for watching and listening. Cheers. Cheers. Uncapped is brought to you with support from McClintock Distilling, Maryland's first and only organic certified distillery. They are well known for their award-winning gin and are rapidly growing a name for themselves for their matchstick bourbon and bootjack rye whiskey that have both won double gold at international spirits competitions. You can visit them in historic downtown Frederick along Carroll Creek for tours and tastings. Go to McClintockDistilling.com for more information. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.